0: What is going on, guys? It is your host, Zach Lyman, in the Zach Lyman Podcast. What a creative name! Lime Wire, Lemonade Stand, Lyman's Lounge, whatever you guys want to call this show. Today's episode is my good friend, Steve from Black Oak. He is a barista, probably runs the show, and also is a coffee roaster at Black Oak Coffee. I see him. When I travel, doing coffee stuff like Coffee Fest or Roaster's Guild, anything that I love. Because if you know me, I love coffee. And Steve is just a funny dude. Hilarious, but also a champion. He wins everything. I see him win barista competitions, espresso competitions, roasting competitions, one legged race competitions, buttoning up shirt competitions. He's done, he's, he does it all. He wins, he crushes, and Black Oak makes amazing coffee. And I was so stoked to talk to him about all of it how he got into it, what Black Oak does differently, single origins, blends everything coffee so if you are a coffee person you are going to love this episode and uh i'm just i love chatting with steve every time i see him we talk all the time online but every time we just giggle for hours just a good time and i also want to mention that if you go to black oak coffee's website and use zach's podcast zach's podcast one word you get 10 percent off For the listeners, that's what they're doing. They're hooking us up. Black Oak Coffee, great company, great coffee. Head over there and get your discount. And before we get any further, let's have a moment for our sponsors. Guys, go over to ZachLyman.com and buy a Comedy and Naps t-shirt. You've seen Natalie Freeman, the very funny impressionist on Instagram wearing it. Go to ZachLyman.com, Comedy and Naps t-shirt. And also, the brand new design, comedy and coffee. It looks really cool. It's designed after the thank you bag design. So go look at that. Comedy and coffee. Comedy and naps. All on ZachLyman.com. And this episode is brought to you by Quip. Quip is an oral care designed for the modern lifestyle, developed to do the basics better. Delivered fresh every three months for only $5. You get $10 off your refills when you sign up using my link tryquip.com slash Lyman i love this toothbrush it travels perfectly it's sleek it's slim it's beautiful get the black toothbrush it's very clean looking tryquip.com Slash Lyman, L-Y-M-A-N. This episode is also brought to you by BarkBox. BarkBox is committed to making dogs happy. They work with local and independent businesses to achieve this. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun. Designed around a surprise theme of each month for dogs, BarkBox is the joy of a million belly scrubs. That joke only gets funnier every time I read it. Get an extra month free when you sign up using my link barkbox.com slash Lyman now guys I really hope you enjoy this episode it was a lot of fun if you're a coffee lover it's super detailed if you're just a comedy lover it's a fun episode I want to have Steve on more things he's a great dude so Steve from Black Oak thank you for being on the show and let's get into it Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Oh, no, it's my pleasure. I'm super excited to be doing one of these. And especially since it's like a different genre, since it's not just like, oh, we're going to be strictly talking about coffee in a serious manner, which I don't take serious.
0: Yeah, I can't do those. <laughs> Anytime they're yeah. like, do you want to come on and talk about anything like any of the topics that i'm known for and then i'm just like oh this is boring <laughs> <I don't, laughs> let's have fun like, with okay it.
1: but let's move on you know? yeah 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 You're i'm like,
0: like right. god we've we been talking about marketing all day they're like this is a marketing convention i'm like oh yikes
1: i mean yeah i'll <laughs> give you that but i mean what else are we
0: <laughs> so i met you at roasters guild A couple years ago. Yeah. And for people that don't know, Roasters Guild is... Correct me if this is a bad way of explaining it, but the best way I can explain it is it's like a, a camp vibe week event where you put a bunch of coffee roasters in a tent and then you have people fly from all over the world to then roast on those machines and there's kind of like classes and hangouts and dinners, and then like a competition that's kind of going on in the background through all of that. Is that a good way of saying what that is?
1: Yeah, that's pretty close. I think the way I described it to my boss, because it was kind of expensive, I said, oh, it's vocational training and expanding my education and knowledge (laughs) of roasting with a group of other people, global and education levels of all sorts of varieties.
0: Yeah, a lot but of people with like,
1: it, it was, yeah,
0: yeah, a, a lot of people with the word specialty or like specialist on their like business. Cards. Oh yes,
1: <laughs> I was like coffee engineer. All right, <laughs> You're like yes, yeah, that's that's what we do. It, yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. It was, it's just kind of like a huge meet and greet. Uh, everybody's just touching bases and trying to. Play around with a bunch of roasting machines, different varieties, all at one location, while taking classes.
0: Yeah. So, and that's why yeah, I, I, I went for the same reason you went, where I was just like, because I think you started as a barista too, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, I like barista side of things. I was okay at, but I like the first time when I met you, I like almost knew. I knew very little about coffee roasting in general. And wow, is that a great way to just get dive right in to coffee roasting is to go to a roaster's guild where everyone's like, no, this is my job. And I've been doing it for 25 years. And I'm like, oh, okay. I have a lot of questions for you.
1: I've been doing barista work. Like before I was doing that, it was like on and off. I was doing it for like about 13 years. So I kind of was like exploring making coffee. And then I think I was probably one and at like a year in to roasting and at that time I think I won some awards at that moment. So it was kinda interesting to be like, oh yeah, like everyone has twenty years of experience, fifteen years, like and I'm like, Oh, I've been doing one year, I kinda won some competitions for roasting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, it just like, kinda, I just kinda
0: Yeah, I just kinda became a pro. No big deal. I
1: was like, dude, it's kind of easy, right, guys? Is everybody in You guys are <laughs> all, we're
0: all winning, right? No? Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, we can all share my award. It's okay. <laughs> they only make one. I mean, it's yeah. pretty greedy of me.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, it was cool because I was just kind of like popping around this event. I knew like maybe two people and I was just kind of like hanging out. And then I end up bumping into you, and we're both kind of like just immediately joking around. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is the dude that I'm going to hang out with this entire event. So,
1: Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) It was kind of like a giggles at first sight type of deal. Like, yeah, that was kind of the, I don't know. Like, I've met other people that I kind of get along in the same way. So I was just kind of, when we had that same banter, I was just kind of like, okay. Everybody else is like, oh, did you see like this new thing on this other machine and talking about airflow units movements and pascals and all that stuff and i'm just kind of like you and i just started joking around and goofing around and i was just like all right this is way more fun
0: <laughs> yeah i'm sure uh, your company would love to hear that that's what happened <laughs>
1: that... oh well i mean they, they totally love the uh the the networking. Networking for us was kind of more of the bigger thing. Like yeah. the education aspect of it was kind of like, okay, let's go see what we learn. Yeah. But in reality, it was just kind of like, go meet other people. And those people that you end up meeting, you'll learn from them. yeah So the networking was 100% important. Like the other person I ended up meeting there too was Michelson from Onyx Coffee. That was just another person that like is going to be a reoccurring cartoon character in my life.
0: Yeah, same. same. He's Mark is amazing. I love that dude. He's very supportive of comedy. But he's uh, also I, just I, such a big influence on me for coffee, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know if you get, like, a text at 2 in the morning of him braiding his beard and then sending you a picture. Or not 2 in the morning. It's, like, 5 in the morning. I don't want him <laughs> to make him seem too weird that he already is. But
0: Yeah, I'll get like, uh, that or, like, he'll just send me, like, things that he's watching of like comedy yeah it'll be like a detailed list and i'm like yeah i've seen that and then he's like still explaining it to me and i'm like no mark i've seen it he's (laughs)
1: like
0: no 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 you don't i think you missed this part
1: (laughs) you 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 watched it but have you listened to what it was (laughs) saying
0: yeah but he's like, like yes yeah onyx coffee i just uh i just bought some of their stuff and made it into cold brew at home And I was just kind of, like, playing around with, like, different styles of using it. And then I sent that to him. And he was like, please delete my number. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: Nice. Hey, I I put a... I steeped it with milk in the fridge. We should just start doing that where we're like, hey, Mark, look at how we're brewing your coffee in, like, just horrible random ways. And being like, oh, it tasted... Like, just see how... See if he gets, like, please stop.
0: Yeah, I got my water... Up to 400 degrees
1: yeah
2: <laughs> and that's
1: where yeah, i started i'm yeah, <laughs> um, uh, hey i actually ground your coffee with a hammer and it came out pretty good
0: it's pretty even
1: <laughs> yeah i didn't have paper so i just kind of use a lined piece of paper like a notebook paper it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty legit it's still good
0: <laughs> i had to pick out the nails but
1: uh yeah <laughs> that, that would be the best no, I love, uh, he does this thing where he'll like, he'll post an Instagram picture and he'll like tag a bunch of different people yeah. into the picture. So I started noticing this. And so I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to Photoshop myself into every picture that somebody tags me into. And so I'm going to like start making that my thing. Is, where, is like, that why that me,
0: came around?
1: Yes, that's how this okay. happened. Yeah, also this and all is of is a sudden, all
0: of a sudden, I just seen like you in like every picture. And I'm like, and, yes. and actually, to be honest with you, sometimes the editing is pretty good. It's pretty solid.
1: <laughs> oh, I got so many congratulations. Uh, they're all like, oh, you're in Arkansas? That's cool. That's <laughs> I,
0: I mean, know. There was, I was that was one kinda... where you're like next to the roaster and the lighting is just so well that matches the I know
1: That's the trick. You have to match the lighting. Sometimes it's difficult based on quality of picture. But uh, yeah, that picture fooled a lot of people. I got some congratulations. I I should be like, send me congratulation presents to the, the roasting location, please. <laughs> take care of me. And then, yeah, I'll make sure. I'm on, Mark, can you take care of all my packages over there?
0: You just started as a barista at a coffee shop just because? Or was it like, how did it all it, begin?
1: Oh, man. I love Craigslist. Shout out to Craigslist. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Craigslist.
0: Uh, uh, it's not brought to you by Craigslist.
1: House search and a job location
0: looking for. Okay,
1: but uh, uh no, I just no, I, at that point no
0: I, experience needed jobs.
1: Oh, entry level everything. I was like, a, <laughs> I started off as the CEO of Facebook. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it's it too much responsibility, so I quit. No. Yeah, it was just Craigslist. At that point, like, uh, I turned 17 and I moved up north to San Francisco from Los Angeles areas, like Inland Empire, if you actually want to know. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I moved out there and I just looked on Craigslist. I was living on Treasure Island, which was super cool. And then I just got a job at a regular sandwich coffee shop. And so they had a coffee program and that was my first experience, but it was like not really coffee forward it would almost be like second wave maybe like oh, 2.3 okay. wave where it's like we have coffee we don't know what to do with it exactly
0: it was very not focused on the Folgers <laughs> yeah. that they were serving no <laughs> yeah
1: they nailed their cookies and sandwiches and uh that's how I started and I didn't really get coffee experience until I moved to the East Bay and I was in uh, San Leandro okay and I, and I yeah that's when I first got more Second wave, uh, like third wave. Okay. But the issue too was that there was no instructions for baristas. There was just a crude plan of like, this is what we think espresso is. Yeah. And that's, that's where my passion came from, where, cause I was like, this tastes horrible. What you're asking me to make tastes horrible. <laughs> and so from then on, it was like my duty to make coffee better.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: so that's, that's where it started. And, um, yeah, and i, I didn't even back on it.
0: I didn't even drink coffee until i worked at a coffee shop. So i'm like i your start and my start is very the same of like i just got a job at a coffee shop cuz my friend was hiring and it was his store and we had there was like we had our own blend and stuff and we had our own roaster but like it, there was no real like direction that they were like heading or trying to like quality control it wasn't really like focused on the coffee a lot of it was just focused on having like bands play on the weekend which was totally cool Oh, okay and it was great yeah. but it was like the same thing of like i learned how to use a llama machine and i learned how to use a grinder and yeah that was like you know in <laughs> steam uh, milk yeah they're
2: like zach
1: you have mastered coffee yeah how does it
0: feel yeah i was great so i crushed they're... it and it tasted okay oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> they're like oh yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what else can I learn? Yeah, all right.
0: And so then you're uh, yeah. learning at this other shop and you're like, when were you like, was there a turning point that you're like Googling specialty coffee stuff like online or something or like you're talking to like a wizard of specialty?
1: You know what? Like what was interesting was that job that I took in the East Bay. I'm, a, It was like 2000. I'm, a, I'm so horrible with dates, but I think it was like, 2013, 2014. Okay. When I was working at that coffee shop, my friend and housemate at that time was being trained to roast on the roasting machine. Okay. They're now the owner of the coffee shops. So, but when they were learning a roast, I just sat by them as they were roasting. And so I just took up as much information as that was spilling over.
0: What were they roasting on?
1: I don't necessarily remember at the moment. Um, okay. They still have it. They just powder coated it. It looks beautiful. I forget the brand of it, but oh, okay. um, I just remember.
2: Older, yeah, I newer. I remember
1: over. Oh. That must mean it was kind of one of those classic ones and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 50s to 70s, because it was like a cast iron
2: type. Oh, that's cool.
1: I'm kind of struggling to want to say Pro Bat, but I don't want to say
0: it. Yeah. It, you're like, it's in that area of like one of those styles.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That was the first knowledge that I kind of got from roasting, and it just kind of sat in my brain. Okay. Until I got hired at Black Oak, which was like, I think I'm rounding out four and a half years. I'm so bad with time, but.
0: Um. <laughs> I know, the Same. Earlier today, I'm I was like, like so, that was like yesterday, so, right? And it was like four years I, ago.
1: I know. I was just like, I have, you know, like the only way I remember things, I look at my Facebook when like, uh, you're like, oh, hold on. I need to look at my life events.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. If,
1: if right now, if Facebook deleted me, I wouldn't, I don't know what happened in my life. all <laughs> no, honestly, I'd be like, oh, I don't know.
0: You're just homeless. I, I, I can't tell you. Just struggling on yeah. the street. Like, I can't keep it together. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. It's all like I don't even know where I live without Facebook telling me.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. even know my work Siri schedule unless Facebook tells yeah. me.
1: <laughs> oh, the worst part too is like when people are like, "Well, how old are you?" and I have to be like, "Hey Siri, how old am I?" Siri, so Siri goes like, "Dude, are you serious?" I was like, "What?" Well, I mean, sort of.
0: And then you look up and the guy yeah. is like faded away. Like he just like walks yeah. away. Yeah,
1: just slowly. Like, are you serious? And I go, "No." And then I start counting my fingers.
0: Like, like, I, don't I, I don't know. Yeah, we came to this but, guy uh, for coffee advice.
1: Yeah, oh man, I know. Hey, I'm a natural. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, need
0: to know. I'm a natural. Do I, you win as much as I win? Because
1: <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, sure, I have to bribe people, but I still it still counts as a W. I didn't look at any coffee because, in all honesty, I don't drink coffee in my personal life. So, is this, true? Quit, is this a real thing? Like, yeah. Like on yeah, the a day to day, you
0: thing. don't drink coffee?
1: Correct. If I'm not cupping at work, like if it's, like I don't work on the weekends. So if it's not, <laughs> if, it's, if it's Saturday and Sunday, I'm not going to work. I'm literally <laughs> thinking about food. I oh, okay. Mean, I didn't if know If you're this. a normal human being, you should be thinking about food.
0: Well, I, I mean, I get it. Cause like when I'm like deep into something, I don't try to do that one thing in my free time. Yeah so i'm, I've I'm, I'm sure you when
1: you're not on stage you're not funny and it's the same thing with me like when yeah. i'm not at the coffee shop i'm not coffee either. you're
0: right people not, meet me at shows and they're like so disappointed
1: you're like you're, you're like super serious you're just like hi like, yeah oh.
0: i got my fedora hey, this, on i'm taking notes you know
1: yeah yeah you're like hey No, the rim glasses are on, and my serious tie is on. So
0: Yeah, that's like when I judge the espresso competitions, and I'm like, guys, don't bug me. I have a lot to do right now.
1: I know. I cracked a joke at you, and you were just like, excuse me? (laughs) Who do you think you're talking to? My other
0: persona? And I was like, I could ruin your career right now. I am judging you, espresso.
1: <laughs> oh, my reply would be like, I'll ruin my own career. Thank you very much. I'm doing pretty good at ruining my own career, Zach.
0: <laughs> I already have this down. When did you start roasting? I guess that when did you go, you know what? That's the thing I'm going to do.
1: As I pull up my calendar right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying, <laughs> What, what I'm month literally is it? Like, is it June? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I started at seven this morning, but I'm <laughs> assuming you mean more annually. You know, in all honesty, I started working at Black Oak, and so that's kind of like... Okay. I worked for like about a year and a half before I started roasting, and then I started on the small sample roaster, a little German uh, got Hot three barrel. Okay. And um, from there, I took it pretty quickly, and then... Four months later, I ended up roasting. But like, uh, I I've only been roasting for about like I'm gonna be rounding out five
0: years. Um, wow! There you go. So you were just working you know, in front I, of house, and then they were like, "Anyone? Does anyone want to be back here? Does anyone?"
1: <laughs> it, it was more like, "Oh man, you're really bad at register. Where do <laughs> we just can't you? count
0: the money? I don't trust you well, n- with handling what? cash." <laughs>
1: it was just my interactions with humans it wasn't smooth you know like it was it was pretty rough and then they were like all right you know what you have experience on espresso We'll we'll throw you on espresso so let's do that and i did that for about like a year i became like the barista trainer and all that stuff but yeah. I, like while being on bar they were like you know people can still hear you you're still in front of people and they can hear you so let's let's move you even further back Put you in the roasting room.
0: But, uh, Steve, oh, you're still too loud. We're going to have to put you back
1: oh, here. Every once in a while, people are like, we can still hear you. They'll come to the back and be like, uh, we kind of hear you. And we're like, well, that's not my problem. All right. <laughs> so I started working for them uh, 2014. Boom. So we're in like, what, 2020 now? Is that, is that 2040? God. So Yeah,
0: 2030 um, is where...
1: If I've been working for them for about, like, five years, I've probably been roasting for three, four years. I'm probably getting closer to four years. There you go. So.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you're roasting espresso, and then you're, like, were they doing all of, like, the festivals and traveling? Were they doing any of that before you?
1: No. They were just kind of doing the cafe
0: stuff. Like,
1: it was just the cafe the competitions and the traveling was actually, I'm a very competitive person, but like not in the like, I'm going to be a jerk to you
0: because I'm trying to beat you. Yeah, I mean, but that's not like, what I heard, I, but it's fine.
1: I mean, that's why I'm not allowed to compete in all of them, but some of them.
0: Yeah, that's why they don't uh, let you in a cold brew.
1: I know. Well,
0: <laughs> I heard you slash someone's that's, tires. That's, was not that a... my,
1: that's not my <laughs> <laughs> That's bad
0: that's their time we had
1: good cold you know what it's bringing up bad feelings right now i'm all yelling i'm throwing cold brew bottles around right now in my room just kicking stuff over No, i just love video games i kind of like i love the i grew up from an era where you would play the the quarter arcade games you know and you would have a high score yeah and you would have three letters to make your mark on the the video game console and stuff and so my three letters were stv so i would always play video games trying to put like my name up there on the little leaderboard i never assumed i'd be first place but i would just be like all right as long as i get in the leaderboard that's pretty cool
0: yeah and honestly that is pretty cool like since i've known you for the last couple i don't know 12 years or however long we've known each other Uh,
1: Yeah, it felt like 12 years.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it does. But uh, in that time, like, I don't know how many times I've ran into you at competitions. Recently, I've been judging those competitions, which is, I'm so sorry that
2: I'm (laughs) I'm judging those. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm
1: sorry that I always vote against you. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, so sorry that I'm always like, oh, is this Steve from Black Oak? And they're like, is it a problem? You guys know each other? I'm like, it's not a problem for me. Mostly for him. But yeah, like since I since you know that's been happening and stuff, it's been cool to see you like like even if you're not in first, which I've seen you win many of them, but even like get into the finals and stuff. That's like so cool to be like, dude, I'm like watching this guy grow and get better at what he's doing, and it's pretty cool to see that the Black Oak is getting the recognition that they deserve because you guys have really good coffee in general. So
1: yeah. It's always interesting just because I don't necessarily like being put, like, how would I say Like, I don't like being, like, put in front of cameras because I'm not very comfortable in front of a camera. Really? Just because I don't want the attention. I don't want the, like, people being like, this is, like, if we were to pinpoint what makes this coffee great, and they'd be like, it's this person here i don't like that at all because yeah. i'm just kind of like there's so many moving parts from yeah that.
0: believe me i do not say that it has anything to do with you <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, i'm just uncomfortable yeah. and that's kind of where i make a joke out of everything because it's, it's my way of like trying to normalize it trying to take something where you're like they're doing something serious yeah here, let me present you with an award, and then me pretending to drop it or something or
0: yeah, well, it is down. it is awkward to be like, you're going round after round, and you're making, like for the, you know, let's say the espresso competitions, right? You're going round after round, and you're the one making it. And it's not just like you, it's like there's a team of you working on it, but all the people see is just you at the machine and then serving it to the judges. So it can really feel like it's just like all on, on Steve. and uh, yeah. But like you shouldn't be discredited because there is a whole process and people could flub it up at the end there where they're like over extracting or something. You know, it's like you do have to know what yeah. you're doing, but at the same time, it's like it takes the whole village to get it to go. And yeah, no, it's it, it's great to see you guys like going to all of these and like really pushing it. And like, what's that change like at your coffee shop? from, like, going from just being a coffee shop and then all of a sudden you're doing all these awards and stuff, does it really bring in more business or is it just credibility or, like, just more people are liking the page? Like, what's the outcome of change that you see after doing competitions?
1: You know, like, I think it's interesting because we've recently been looking at, like, our analytics for our marketing and stuff like that, and we were able to see, like, our first uh, roasting competition that we won, there was an increase on uh, our sales. And so that increase came from being like, we won something, people were marketing us. And so it wasn't just us, but we also got written up in like, oh, top roasting companies. And so they also have their own marketing team. And so their, their advertising algorithm actually helped boost our sales. And each, The ones that really work for us and our advantage are kind of like roasting competitions. Yeah. And when we win those, our sales go up and then they plateau and stay steady. So every time we won something, we keep selling more on the internet and then they stay steady. And our wholesale market has like exploded. Like we've got some really big fish on the line. And so I think that's kind of crazy, but at the same time too, it's like, it's difficult because, you never really know why yeah. things are kind of growing, but like we're sitting there and we're talking and it's all like, Oh, like here's when you won this one. Here's when you won that one. Yeah. And I just kind of cringe at the fact of like a certain person might want to interpret it as like, Oh, maybe I brought in this attention and I'm like, I don't even want to deal with it. I just know that we ended up growing the company and that's kind of what I enjoy about it. As opposed to even wanting to pretend to take credit for it or, like, you know, so, yeah. but it has some return.
0: I, I'm sure, like, uh I always just assumed the awareness in general. Like, let's say you're at a coffee fest and which I'm going to like, I'm going to break down and do like a whole episode about coffee fest and just like the last right. time that I went and stuff and kind of like go through all of it. So that'll be a future episode, but like, let's say you're at coffee fest And people are just seeing Black Oak or like even hearing over the speakers like that Black Oak is like up for the competition or they, you know, they won the round or whatever. And people are just kind of like seeing you around. And that's like a concentrated group of people that like own coffee shops, coffee lovers, coffee companies of any sort. And so I I just always assume I'm like that awareness in general has to like bring some people being like, oh, yeah, he's so great. Let me Google this real quick. Oh, yeah, actually, actually, that does look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, it's it's on, I can buy it right now? Okay. And they're just sitting at Coffee Fest ordering coffee. (laughs) Like I
1: Uh, always assume that. You know, like, what's interesting is that, so one of my favorite conversations to have sometimes with uh, our owner, John, is just kind of, like, different strategies that different companies have, like, implemented. And, like, you have, like, you have a coffee shop, like Onyx Coffee, that I completely love. It was in a, a rural area and everybody around them, there was like big coffee shops that were selling coffee for super cheap yeah. and lower quality. And so the way that Onyx differentiated themselves was, well, we're going to sell coffee at a higher price, point, but it's going to be amazing quality. And then, then you have coffee shops like San Francisco where everybody's like, we're all doing amazing quality, but then how do we differentiate? ourselves and then so everyone kind of has like a little bit different gimmicks like there's a coffee shop that only has alternative milks or you know their coffee is all on par so they their coffee is not the differentiating factor yeah And so i think that was kind of an interesting point for us what we ended up what happened for us that we were close enough to the bay area that we kind of knew that uh, quality coffee was important but we were far enough that the working class uh community wanted like a a medium dark roast and french roast and stuff yeah when we won these awards and brought attention to ourselves everybody was like whoa okay there's a award-winning coffee shop but if we didn't have the dark roast and the french roast for them then they made it maybe they didn't purchase anything but since we had something to offer them they ended up buying our coffee so our biggest sellers are not our single origins that we're winning awards for It's actually like our medium dark roast and our three darker roasts. It's like a French medium and a light. So for us, the awards brought attention. And then the level of roast degree were able to be something for everybody. So it was kind of both of those tactics together.
0: That's pretty interesting. So it's very much like if you came in, you could get your specialty. If you wanted, you could get something like a single origin but like your daily drip or whatever, it's just kind of for like the common person and exactly. Uh, the, yeah. Like anyone that's like, I drink coffee every day, but like, I'm not like a coffee lover. It's just like a thing that I need to uh, survive or get home from work or go to work or, uh, yeah, that's interesting that you kind of like you, you guys have perfectly nailed both sides of it then because exactly. that's so hard to do.
1: But I think like, the interesting part was that it started off by it being the owners originally when they first started wanted like they knew of San Francisco and they kind of liked that rose level. We still do, but the clientele in the city, like where we're at in Ukiah, was kind of like, nah, we're not having it. We we want darker, even darker. Yeah,
0: yeah, I always hear that and, from like people that are like in small towns that it's like if they opened tomorrow with like a very light single origin and it was pricey, they would be like closed immediately because everyone's just like, where's my dark Folgers? And you're always just trying to like trick them into just something a little bit better, it seems like.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's kind of where like a lot of times I talk about having the humility of being like, you know, like I came up here and I kind of, to me, I didn't like, really care that I was French roasting, I didn't even, you know, like, I didn't, I'm like, whatever, a job's a job, and I'm learning to do something, and, you know, we have one or two origins back in the day, or yeah. the single origins, and, uh, we have a lot more now, but, like, to me, it was just kind of like, I'm just learning to roast, and I don't care what level I'm roasting at, I'm just trying to learn to roast, and at a certain point, I was just like, most of our money's coming from this roast level. So why would I even turn it down? And I kind of saw that it was like, I think the interesting part is like somebody like in San Francisco, even if you're an award winning coffee shop in San Francisco and you don't offer them what they want. Yeah. That's like, that's what use does that come from? You're like, so you have to have what people want, or if you want to hold your value of what you want to offer, you know, that's also good too. But I feel like we're killing it on both aspects.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's a must. You got to like have, because it's kind of like frustrating for like someone that doesn't know coffee, I'm sure, to go into a coffee shop. And all of a sudden you're talking about like natural versus wash. You're talking like Ethiopian. You're saying all these words and they're just like, "I, I want something that doesn't taste bad. But they're also like, even going to coffee fest and stuff, I've learned people are like embarrassed to ask about that stuff. So they're just kind of yeah. like nodding their head, being like, "Oh, fruity, cool, yeah." Notes of whatever, awesome. And then they're like taking the cup, and it's probably. And then they get something they don't like, and it's not that you don't offer something they do like. It's just maybe that was the easiest choice, or just something they pointed at and said, "Uh, uh Colombian." Uh, <laughs> like you know, and yeah. Uh, it, uh, yeah, you have to offer both sides, and that's what I always try to like do is like when I. Am at coffee things or like even on my day-to-day, because like comedians don't know coffee. Not a lot of them, at least. Yeah. And uh, so I'm always like introducing easy things, and lately I've just been making like simple cold brew and then being like, This is like a good cold brew. This isn't like what you got at that chain place that tasted terrible, and like slowly introducing them into like cool things that are like actually good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's
1: like, but I can get my cold brew and fill up my gas at my car at the same place.
0: What, what are you telling me? Yeah, it's a dollar yeah. inside. I can just get it there.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I you know, like I think the interesting aspect too is like a lot of times I talk about like um asking people what they like and what they like about it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times everybody's too polite. Like everybody's like, Oh yeah, yeah that was nice. My- But, you know, when, especially with espresso, when I give people espresso, I look at their facial expressions. Their voice says, like, delicious, while their
0: face was like, oh my God, that was,
1: that did not taste good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was too much. Uh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, bitter, acidic, or whatever the case be. Like, I think to me, like, San Francisco is like an interesting uh, case study because, like, during 2014, To like 2016, like the coffee was super acidic and everybody just kind of kept their mouth shut. Everybody just kind of drank it because everyone had the same point of view of like, everybody was like, this must be good because this is what they're serving everywhere. And so at a certain point, everybody started believing like, this is what good quality is. Before 2010, it was the polar opposite where like that, uh, Seattle style uh, dark bitter coffee, like very dense and syrupy, yeah. was that's what quality at, in two thousand and eight was. And but yeah, everybody that's what liked, I
0: was that's what I was serving was just like a dark. But it was like you know, like oily. But
1: I think the interesting part was like how most baristas handle it is if you don't like it, it's probably because you don't have. I don't want to say they are thinking you don't have good taste. But they're kind of thinking like you don't have the acquired taste to enjoy this.
0: Yeah, which is and, such and a wrong point of view.
1: Well, we weren't educated at that point. We didn't really know what we were doing. Like, oh, yeah. Was, we, we just kind of were like, this is what a recipe was told to us, and this is kind of what we do. And we just tried making it taste good. And yeah, we drank enough of it that we were able to put up with it.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I think I fall into that category too, where I was drinking very okay. And then I start like learning more, and then I'm like, "Oh man, I love this calm, mellow like <laughs> roast. That's yeah. like not all acidic." <laughs> like, yeah, I think
1: it's interesting because I went to Portland and they had a little bit darker roasting style, but I had like two coffee shops pull me really good like ristretto's, like really short shots, very syrupy, heavy bodied. Yeah, darker roasted coffee. But they did a good job at making it. that I was just kind of like, whoa, this can taste good. Yeah. So yeah. They, that's, I
0: yeah. feel like every time I learn something. And the cool thing that I found about Portland, like when I went there and I went to a talk and they had all the, uh, it was like one of those stump the roasters, I think. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and it was a talk and it was all these roasters up there. And it was funny because these are like, at this point in time, I feel like it was like a lot of the roasters that roasted in Portland were at this event and they all learned from like the same people and they all bought the same equipment from the same people. And it was just like, you know, they're like, this is how he did it. And this is how she did it. And this is how I'm going to do it. And, and it was very like in those lines. And I'm not saying it was bad because I had some really good cups while I was there, but it was just funny how like one person can just influence a whole city.
1: Oh Yeah. I think that's kind of how I, you know, and to me going up there, like, because I'm in California, I'm basically San Francisco that I kind of was kind of, my mentality was like, there's no way that this shop can taste good the way they make it up there until I went up there. So in reality, Portland opened up my eyes that you can make good shots like that. And San Francisco was working on the other extreme where we were making them like a little bit bigger, a little bit thinner, but more expressive of like more delicate flavors. And so I thought like, like, oh, we're like on polar opposites, but working on the same project of making this taste good.
0: That's so interesting that like it, it can be that way. And it's all like, it's even as small as like, I was talking to people in Portland and they're talking about like how the water in Portland is like better than other cities. And so that's like a big factor. And I'm like, that's nuts to me that you could just be like in Phoenix, we have such harsh water and I know that like affects so much here and we have a lot of good specialty coffee, but I really do feel like so much of it is almost the exact same. And uh, it's just, I feel like they're all influenced. And then also the water is just such a big factor here.
1: I think like, yeah, our water at our shop is a little bit, our water is a little bit hard. So when we make our coffee, we have to extract it faster. So it's been really interesting going to different areas and like seeing what the water is and to competitions because as a roaster, I kind of figured out that you roast coffee for the water, you know, like the water is going to extract the flavor in faster time, shorter time. Yeah. So in all honesty, you're roasting for water chemistry. And so as crazy as that sounds, that's what we're kind of doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all very much like, uh, like in cooking, like it's all about keeping the water in, you know, or removing the water whatever you're doing, but it's like all so much about fluid and, That's so mind-boggling to me that that's how coffee, like how much cooking and coffee are related in that way. What advice do you have for someone that's thinking about getting into specialty coffee, but it's just like so overwhelming and they don't know what to do or where and how?
1: Well, I would say don't. It's ruined my life and my relationships with my family. Okay. I would say steer clear, but if you have to... (laughs) I think the best part is just uh, starting a conversation with whoever is maybe has access to coffee beans. Like if you came down to our shop and you were just kind of like, hey, I'm kind of interested in tasting like, I don't know, maybe two different countries. I'll probably set up like 13 different coffees for you to taste
2: (laughs) because, you know,
1: that's the type of person I am. So to me, I'd be like maybe there's a barista that would go overboard and help you taste a few different things or maybe there's a a roaster that you have access to ask a question and in, and in all honesty if you sound like you're interested most of the time they go overboard because no one really cares about our craft yeah like, no one cares to ask us about like you know they're like uh, that you go crazy and you're like oh i'll set up everything i have for you just give me a second i would try to start a conversation with somebody that you know is probably really as a fanatic as much as you would like to be and uh just keep an open mind ask a lot of questions
0: yeah yeah there is no dumb questions is like that was like a thing that i was even scared of of just like when i first started being like just the simplest thing that like maybe i learned wrong 10 years ago you know because i know you and i've had those conversations where i'm like Oh, I always thought it was this, and you're like, no, and then you've told me like detailed reasons why, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally way better than just some guy at my coffee shop being like, no, you did it wrong, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So it's like, Maybe, yeah, you yeah, know
1: The best one of those is uh, which which has more caffeine, dark roast or light roast?
2: Oh and yeah, that was a good all, one.
1: Oh, it's flips back and forth. So like, if you knew something in 2008 it switched over somewhere around like 2014 and then it it switched back somewhere around 2017 and now (laughs) there's like a different understanding of it like i think somebody else just put something out in like 2019 so like (laughs) they're going back and forth yeah and they're they're explaining it and they're making sense of it and stuff but like it, it it flipped the back and forth like twice the last two explanations are kind of more finite reasons of what we think, yeah. and so it was just kind of like, all right, so we don't really know. So I don't <laughs> get into those conversations anymore about like what does or doesn't. Yeah. And when you have to explain like, oh, this, you're measuring out coffee or you're weighing it out or you just, it gets ridiculous. And mm-hmm. in all honesty, like I just tell people like, without having like a gastrometer, or like a spectrometer. Like, there's no real way knowing of like. I, I can't sit and tell you that like you have eighteen hundred milligrams of caffeine or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's it's all. Yeah, there's so much of it that's like in play. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, yeah. I don't like having those conversations either when they get like way too detailed and like like one time a guy pulled me to the side and said that the only way to roast coffee <laughs> is over a fire, and every other yeah. way is wrong. And I was just like okay but he like kept going on and i was just like i don't want to be in this why like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think you know there's so many ways of doing it and it's all you're all trying to just get from green to brown of some sort (laughs) like
1: (laughs) yeah i think it's interesting because i kind of been at the point where i'm like it's all funny games until you get too serious i think everybody takes it way too serious nowadays
0: yeah yeah exactly it's
1: not you know like i don't know i've Taking the loss in stride, and I just take it as an opportunity to go somewhere else, like a new place I've never been. And so, in all honesty, like my competitions have turned into like wanting to showcase what I do. Yeah. Um, the way the competition started were, oh, there's all these competitions. I kind of am curious where I land as far as how I'm doing in roasting. And then at a certain point, like I won a couple of them. Yeah. And then I, it turned into, Uh, well, it'll just be a repeat visit. Let's do it again. And, you know, I always tell people when you win, there's only one other option. The theoretical one is you're going to lose next because you can't win forever. So to me, it's always like once you're at the top, there's only one direction to go and that's off the peak. But so.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah, bro. At at a certain
1: point. Yeah. At a certain point. At a certain point, I, I just took these trips as. I'm going to go somewhere new and I'm going to eat something from that region that is specific to that region. And so now I don't think of these as competitions anymore. I kind of think of them as like, uh, I'm going to go hang out with some uh, friends that also work in coffee and I'm going to go eat something uh, regional food wise. And hopefully it's interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's how I try to look at it too, is like, I try not to get too... 'Cause when I first started going to all these like festivals and stuff, it was just like I was trying to like expand my brain too quickly. And I was like just like I was trying to do too much. And now the last couple of times, I'm just like, I just want it to be like I hang out with my coffee friends, I do some cool stuff, and I will end up picking up knowledge by the end of it because everyone's talking coffee from time to time throughout the whole event. And Try not to stress. And then, same, try to eat as much as good food as I can get there. So,
1: yeah, Portland was awesome. We did like a whole fried chicken tour. Every meal was (laughs) almost had fried chicken or biscuit. So it was always kind of like, that was a
0: fun one. Nice. Yeah. So many good ones. What do you have coming up in the near future that you want people to know about?
1: So, actually, we're going to be visiting Coffee Fest in Los Angeles coming up, but that's in August.
0: Okay, I'll be there.
1: Uh, yeah, and then uh, we have Golden Bean, which is one of my favorite competitions, Which because it's everyone's allowed to enter and submit coffee. So what ends up happening, there's like about 170, 180 companies, and uh, you can submit as much coffee as you want. So I think this previous year, there was about 1,800 entries, like coffee oh entries. Oh, my God. And so winning out of that, we were like, there was, the numbers are kind of weird. So it's not like all oh, 1800 was in one category. There's yeah. like, they have multiple categories, but I really like competing against a, a huge variety of people. And that's kind of my favorite thing about that roasting competition. That one's in September. Is that so. a good
0: one for just people to like, go see? Or is it really just if you're entering the contest, you should go?
1: Uh, you know there's nothing to see because what happens is that the roasters enter their coffee and then they have like a it's like a three to four day judging yeah people can actually come and pay in if they want to judge and stuff like that okay Um, and but it's a you drink a lot of coffee for the four days straight you know it's almost like a a uh, six-hour work shift where you're sitting there judging all these coffees that are getting handed wow. to you sometimes they're drips sometimes they're espresso so uh wow. sometimes people <laughs> go bananas and explode like just into flames
0: oh i bet but, i bet i bet last oh, yeah. last year a couple of people exploded
1: oh yeah oh i yeah yeah <laughs> People got way over caffeinated and sometimes try to skip out on lunch and stuff like that, which is not a good idea. Yeah, you never do that. But,
0: but you can flip a car but, if you drink enough. Oh, I've done it. Well, a I just times. saw somebody
1: just fly off into the sky. I was just like, oh, well, I guess. <laughs> oh, he's just going his Airbnb. He'll be back, I <laughs> think. Or, or uh, not? I don't know.
0: Or not? He might but, be. He might be done. Yeah, he's like, before. I finally leveled up, where I can fly. Yeah. I'm out of here.
1: I was like, that's not even its final form.
2: <laughs>
1: it's like, okay. I uh, think um, that one I would recommend for like roasters that yeah. are curious on how well they do.
0: Yeah, just a good check. Just, cause, like, just a good check yeah, to see what you
1: There was somebody that wasn't sure. Like they were kind of like, oh, I don't know if I should enter. My roasting isn't that good. And they ended up entering the competition and actually did very well in it. And it was just kind of one of those like, uh, see, you didn't think you were good, right?
2: Oh, our first cool. year
1: we did good we just entered uh, like because i wanted a in the back of a i forget if it was fresh cup magazine or barista magazine in the back of those magazines there was like a competition circuit and i literally told my boss i want to enter everything and that was one of the competitions and we sent coffee but we didn't go to the award ceremony it was in seattle at that time yeah and later on we get an email like they're like where are you guys like you guys won gold medals here and i was just like oh uh we would win
0: <laughs> oh uh, <thank> okay
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i'll send my drive back yeah, there exactly. he'll get it I'm fine um, yeah
1: i thought it was super cool
0: where can people find you online to wrap this all together at the end here
1: so you can find us at Blackoakcoffee.com. that's okay. our website instagram is also black oak coffee roasters and if you're in San Francisco, we're at Whole Foods, uh, also in Santa Rosa's uh, Whole Foods. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're working on getting out more locations. We're doing pretty good and stuff like that. So, yeah, hopefully I'll be in a store near you or on a in a cabinet right behind you soon.
0: Yeah, if you go to Whole Foods in San Fran, tell them that Zach Lyman podcast sent you and you get it yes. 95% off.
1: Yes. <laughs> But if you tell them that Steve sent you, you're you're going to get a 20% surcharge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but
0: It's uh that's, that's the deal. Yeah, it's like a $5 right up front. They make you just give them money right away before nice. you even finish. Yeah. Okay, and then what about uh what's your Instagram and stuff?
1: My Instagram is dreadful vegan. That's with two L's. So, dreadful vegan. Just to clear up any, just to clear up any future conversation, I am not vegan anymore. <laughs> and for the people that keep asking me to go vegan again because it would be pretty cool, I'm not going to do it. I discovered Indian food and Indian food like yeah, chicken tandoori like I'm oh,
0: sorry. Man. Just, so good. I can't
1: I can't go back. I yeah, there's no. I mean, I don't know. Chicken in general. It's
0: we'll it's, check back in with you in like, a year and see how you feel about yeah. any of this that you said.
1: Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm vegan
0: now. I, I can't I'm, believe... Yeah, so, I'm living a, a better lifestyle, podcast. so...
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only eat grass that I cut myself from my plant yard.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, everyone give that a shot, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Steve.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna to talk to my boss.
0: I'm okay. I'm gonna to talk
1: to my boss and be like, we're gonna do a promotion, like ten percent off if you use promotion code. Which should the code be? S- uh, no, it can't Steve be. Steven uh, Zach uh, Adventures I I have... or something. Oh, that's way too many letters.
0: Oh, do I make we're it? Too long? Z-
1: okay. Zach's podcast?
0: I guess. We could just do Zach Pod or I don't know.
1: Zach Pod, dude. That sounds like I don't know.
0: Sounds like a K cup. Now you'd buy.
1: It. Yeah. They're like, oh, I thought I ordered cake up. <laughs> <month." laughs> now it's real Zach. Yeah. So I would say 100%
0: yeah, me. Use,
1: use, use promotion code Zach's podcast. <laughs> yeah, that okay. sounds about
0: right. Okay. Well, yeah. And, uh,
1: you'll get 10%.
0: Okay. All right. We'll keep that in mind. I'll put it at the beginning of the episode, too, when I do the intro.
1: Yeah. Now, do it every like three minutes, like, Every three they'll, minutes, they'll just interrupt. Uh, Every, okay. Break, yeah. Okay, well. like if you can. Brought to you by right Blackrock. <laughs> right? No, yeah, like right in the middle of a sentence, like we're like where I'm, like this is super, it, right now. Brought to you by.
0: <laughs> now back to the show. You're like, what the? Every time, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: We're interrupting this interruption for an interruption. <laughs> I think that would be pretty good. Uh,
0: no one would listen to that. I don't think so.
1: i i I would (laughs) i i don't have i have not much going on
0: (laughs) all right well thank you so much for being on the podcast you can find me at zach lyman podcast on instagram zach lyman.com and uh, zach lyman on facebook so thanks guys